0: To the construction big breakfast where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry now here's your host
1: hi everyone and thanks for tuning in i'm your host tip top tim fitch and welcome to the construction big breakfast today we'll be diving into a really interesting set of topics around uh, career development networking Uh, and how that can lead to a very interesting career. And in the case of my guest and me, it also led to uh, Life Partners. Um, So joining me today for today's podcast is our very, very special guest, Divya Shah of uh, the Canadian uh, Infrastructure Bank. So welcome to the podcast, Divya. Can you give our listeners a little intro about yourself, what you've done who you are, where you've come from.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Tim, thank you very much for having me here. A real pleasure. A little bit about me. Um, I was born and raised in Bombay. Uh, Lived there for a long time uh, and decided to move to Canada for my MBA. Uh, Since then, I've spent about 15 years in the infrastructure industry. I didn't start out thinking I would ever do anything in infrastructure. Uh bright-eyed MBA is always uh, a banker or a consultant, uh, that was not me. Uh, I ended up in uh, a really early startup that was established by the provincial government of Ontario, um, where we were responsible for procuring large public infrastructure projects. Uh, I think you call them PFIs here, we call yes. them PPPs in Canada, uh, public-private partnerships. And um, so I spent about 10 years working uh, with them, all from a financial perspective. I unfortunately do not have an engineering bone in me. Uh, I wish I did, but I don't. So it was all uh, financial, structuring, commercial, working with the private sector for about 10 years. Um, And then I moved over to the investment side of the world, working with uh, the federal government, where uh, we are uh, responsible for investing uh, in and developing large infrastructure across Canada. Uh, So that has been a little bit about me. Um, It's a fascinating uh, uh, place to be infrastructure, I would say, because unlike a pure financial world, it's tangible. The assets are tangible. You can actually see what you're building and what your time contributes to which um i totally love
1: but well, we'll come back to that it's also it's going to be really great and there's an interesting twist at the end which we'll uh, we'll get to so divya it's great to have you on today uh the first question before we get into uh the list of topics you, we've talked about is uh well it is the construction big breakfast what did you have for breakfast today Oh, I had coffee and vitamins.
0: <laughs> well. I'm gonna go back and have some croissants, so
1: yes. Okay, so I mean, for those that uh, watched a few of these episodes will know, I mean, the first thing I have in the morning is coffee, vitamins, and various other medications that uh, keep me going. But when I got back from the gym, I had an, an egg roll, two fried eggs in a roll with fried mushrooms and a bit of sauce but I deserve it. I've done an hour in the gym right now. Anyway. That sounds delicious. I wish I had that. That
0: would be my lunch soon. It would
1: have been bacon, but my daughter had eaten it all by the time I got home. So um, anyway, that's enough of that. So really great to have you on. So let's let's just unpick a little bit about that. Obviously, you've had a a really interesting career to date in Canada, and we're filming this in London, uh, which is... uh, really terrific, because it's great to do as many podcasts as we can in person. uh, By the time this is uh, actually published, I'm going back to to Canada on Sunday uh, with Sarah and uh, Ben. So we're running a couple of events, one in Toronto and one in Vancouver, and meet the team over there, one of whom we've never met before, and that's Sheldon. But, so we've got a bit in common. Of course, the
0: other thing we've got in common is uh, your husband, Ricardo Cosentino um,
1: and I go back a very long way. We did actual engineering
0: together about twenty years ago. You do know me, do you? Do know him longer than I do, so I'll give you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, and more about that later. But let, let's just hear about. You've obviously had a really interesting career uh, to date, and the one of the things that I think a lot of our viewers are really interested in is how how do you sort of. How do you build up a a network? How do you go from one thing to another? How do networks help you in your career?
0: Uh, Tim, I find that question so important and so critical in the time we're in because um, I think COVID over the last two years has disrupted what I think are normal conversations. This is not normal right now. Uh, So I am grateful to be here in person, right? So uh, for me, networks has basically been the reason uh, why i have my next jobs where i have found my closest friends my confidants people who've attended my wedding Um, i have where i found my coaches my mentors um, who i will not diminish the value of uh, because these are people who are not um, they're they're your champions and and you need people like that and and they're only there because they've seen you work and they've seen your dedication right so they're ready to back you and um, being a woman in infrastructure we are already a a minority so having people behind you and and championing you is 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 really important um, and of course that's where I met my husband as you know so uh, for me. I would say network for me has not, and, and, and I'm an Im- immigrant in Canada. So of course I did not come here knowing anybody. Um, the network I have built has been built through me, meeting people, working with people and developing the relationships, uh, uh, making an effort. I, I don't think uh, uh, networks are built just by having a meeting uh, with, uh, with someone. It actually needs to get, go a few steps deeper than that, uh, as much as possible. Um, I think, Tim, when we spoke last, we talked about it starts with a shared experience.
1: Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, we, I mean, I've, I'm obviously a massive advocate of networking in the old fashioned way. Uh, we've had to learn to do it virtually. We've had to, but right? everyone else, we've, we've innovated around that. But you're right. I mean, how do, how do, how do, how do how do you develop a relationship or well, start? you've got to have an introduction you. and then you've got to be able to build on that and then eventually you get to a sort of place where you've had shared experiences. So, so I suppose we're at that dialogue stage, but uh, with your husband, it's definitely shared experience. It was a very uh, very um, high intensity. The last one, anyway, uh, the shared experiences—none of us are ever going to forget. So,
0: and and I think it's it's—I would say it's the shared experiences that bring you together. But then it is the human interaction after that that keeps the network going. Um, and you're right, virtual—the virtual world has got us made us maybe more efficient, but I think it lacks the human touch and it lacks the. Um, you know, the chit-chat before the meeting and the chit-chat after the meeting where you discuss what we had for breakfast or, you know, what we did on the weekend and find even more common interests between people. Um, I find that, um, you know... When people talk about networking, or how do you build your network, it's intimidating. Um, I've got a couple of mentors that I mentor, and a question they asked me the other day is, how do you actually build your network? And I thought a lot about it. For me, um, it has to be organic. Um, You should not force a network. You need to uh, go out, find the common interest, and find um, Another personal element that's common, either through a breakfast, either through a lunch, um, either through a common activity like a sport um, or a uh, common, you know, event that's happening. I think volunteering is a great way of doing it. Uh, We in Canada have what's called a Women in Infrastructure uh, group. And a lot of us volunteer there and meet and network. And, you know, it's a part of sharing vulnerabilities. Uh, sharing experiences Um, uh, another big thing for me is actually being curious so approach your network with curiosity in the sense that uh, try to understand why the market works in a particular way if you finished a transaction try to understand with your counterparty what worked well what didn't work well uh, what could be done better? Uh, how you could improve on a certain thing, and that grows from you. It's not just a transaction, but that grows to personal development. And then the counterparty is really interested in in the fact that you're taking a, a, another level in improving your previous lessons learned and incorporating them to another transaction. So I think there's there's quite a bit on that piece that could easily be easily be done for young. Um you know young professionals that are so in, entrenched into transactions and they would like to understand how to build that network uh-huh. I think
1: uh, it's some really interesting points there because I um looking back over my career today yeah I'm still maintaining relationship professional type ones from people I met thirty five years ago and without uh, this is this, yeah she's this absolutely still getting value from that relationship I'm talking about it It might be business it might just be personal but there's the, the, those if they can last for forever
0: for, forever and, and I think this is where it's it, it, it's not about the depth of the relationship it's about can you go back to that person and bounce an idea it's it's as simple as that
1: it, that's right and I think the other thing about it it can be very intimidating when you're First, starting out. But it's a bit like going to the gym. Um, you can't pick up, well, unless you're gifted, you can't pick up a 50 kilo uh, curling bar and curl it straight I off. I recommend you don't. Well, you, Most people wouldn't be able to do it, but you, you'd start with a really light one and you yeah. keep practicing, yeah. don't you? Well, well building a network, you have to do it node by node, person by person. And you keep doing it, you keep doing it, you keep doing it, you keep. I'm still doing it. I'm still, I'm better at it now than I was when I was younger. And there are tools that make it easier.
0: I, I, so this, it's the analogy is so perfect there because, again, when you start thinking about a network, you want to jump to five layers above you. Your network needs to include the CEO or some really higher levels, and, and they actually don't. When you're starting up, Start with the people you know. Start with the lighter weights, as, as you said, right? Who are your peers? Um, who do you work with on a day to day basis? Start
1: with your peers because one day they'll be CEOs.
0: Uh, exactly, exactly, and right? And
1: that's when you get to my age, you know that's true because, yeah, people progress in their career. Not all the people you are connected with do, but um, some of them do. And of yeah. course, you've got, you can reach right back in time. I mean, only on the train this morning, I was looking at LinkedIn and I saw a comment from someone I didn't know. It was a lady who was uh, quite heavily pregnant and she was saying, oh, I'm still working on site. She got the PPE, which obviously for pregnant women. And she, yeah, you know, she said, this should be normal. And I made a comment "Say yeah, good for you. And, uh, but I did say... You're not the first, because she says she was going to work until you know how many weeks before the baby was due. I said, well, I can think back thirty years. I was doing a job in Newport, and, and I, said, I named who it was. Uh, it was Jane Towse-Laval. She won't mind me saying. Actually, liked my comment. Um, I said that I can remember. She was on site the day she gave birth. Probably shouldn't have been, but she was, and that was in South Wales thirty years ago. So that boy is grown up now. Wow. Probably she's probably a grandmother now. Sorry, Jane, <laughs> if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but she came straight back and said, Happy met and all that stuff. And there's an absolute that so that
0: I haven't seen Jane for a long time. But because we're connected on LinkedIn, you
1: can just occasionally
0: Exactly, right? And I think this is where it's it's so interesting because the, the we talked about common interests and shared interests and and actually getting your hands dirty on a project and you do that only with your peers or you do that with people who just one level below you or one level above you i recommend to everyone listening all the young professionals go out and try to find more about you know, who your peers are, what do they do in, in their lives outside of work. Um, not in an invasive way, but in a genuine curiosity way and and, and build from there, because that's your core group of people that is going to grow as you grow in the future.
1: And another big tip really is, construction obviously is a project-orientated industry. Huh. And the best way to have shared experiences with people is to do projects with them, and it's a brilliant way. It's a brilliant industry for building networks, and a lot of people are good at it. You know, the, the, it feels like a village sometimes, although it's a massive employer.
0: It's. Uh, I love that you said that because um, you know, in 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 the financial world that I grew up, we're so insular about what we do, um, but when you think about the projects world. It's the, um, it takes a village. You have uh, contractors, you have project managers, you have lenders, you have equity providers, you have developers, you have the public side. And everyone needs to find a win-win-win to make it work. And to find that win-win-win, it's human interaction and human uh, trust, there's nothing else. And it
1: can get stressful, and people, it gets emotional sometimes and it gets intense and that is a great shared experience because if you, yeah, if you come to the other side and you always do, one way or another, there's, there's something really meaningful that's happened.
0: I will say some of my closest friends confidence and mentors have come out from really difficult projects so i i i think what you said is really important don't shy away from the challenge if the project goes bad don't worry you will find a way out and the people that you worked with and found a way out will be your most trusted companions um, at least that's been my experience it's been it's been brilliant you we've had projects where uh Uh, you know, everything crashed because of the credit crisis. And and we worked with all of those people to find a way out of that. Um, And and those are the friends that I've made since then that have lasted. Um, Some of your toughest projects where nothing went right is where you learn the most. And I think, uh, you know, having easy projects is not fun.
1: No, but occasionally you can catch <laughs> your breath.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: because I mean I, that's absolutely true. Because I come remember throughout my career, you have really intense periods where you're working long hours. You have to really focus, really, really hard. Lots of tension, and, and then you get an easy one. Oh, catch your breath. But now another one comes along, you know. That's the project delivery world, isn't
0: it? Exactly. And I, 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 um, I was with my husband in Oxford this week and I had a chance to speak to some of his colleagues. And I am now realizing how much or how amazing the project management world is. Um, so it's, it's quite a few steps removed from me uh, being a finance person. But they are the people who get it done, aren't they? Like they're right on the ground. They're dealing with every problem that happens or every good thing that happens, uh, every emotional outburst or every every human interaction or every human emotion that comes across, and they're dealing with it every day to make a project happen. It's brilliant. I, I,
1: so there's a really interesting parallel there because I mean I always look at the finance. Yeah, I get a bit theory now, but the. You've got the front end of a project where obviously finance is absolutely critical. And once somebody goes, build it, and there's the money, then you go into the delivery bit. And of course the difference is, it's a bit like the fast and slow thinking. You You can be relatively slow in the finance bit, make sure you've got it absolutely right. Once you start spending money, you are on a roller coaster.
0: And it is so crazy because when you're planning, you try to plan for the worst outcomes, right? You you actually do. You I think that's a that's that's um, uh, that's a good practice. You try to look at scenarios and things that will go wrong. But I think when you when you start building it, you realize how many complexities there are and how each of those variables can go wrong or go right in a day, right? And and again, I think it is. It's the people that you deal with and the more trust that you have with each other you know you will be able to find a way out at the end of the day and come back another day so to me it goes back to networks not only it's not only about building your career but it actually helps you get the job done and makes it a lot fun it
1: does and of course building those relationships i mean this is this is something i i i do a little bit of lecture i teach is that if you're on a project, however bad it gets, and if everyone thought the same way it would be better, so, you know that whoever it is you're across the table from, yeah, projects—they're temporary structures. The teams are temporary structures. You finish the project, go away. But another team will form. They'll right. have different people in it, but some will be the same. Right. If it's not the next one, it will be one five years down the line. And the so these the way people behave, how much people trust them, that can live on for a long, long time. And particularly now with things like LinkedIn and Facebook, it's harder to
0: be forgotten. You're so right about that because you, I think, I'm surprised how small the infrastructure world is, if you think about it that way. Yeah. Um, people seem to move either from contractors to they become developers or they become um, you know, entrepreneurs, like yourself connecting other parts of infrastructure, but it's still the same people. Um, and you're right, you move from project to project and you see familiar faces. And the first project that you worked on together is where you bonded right and and that carries on that will never go away and i think um, when you come to the tough moments of your next project that trust that you build on the first project or the relationship that you build or the extra effort that you made to either uh, go out for a lunch or figure out what they're doing will go such a long way in making the problems go go smoother or or help you solve problems
1: now that leads me on to um i'm going to use a, that example really that you just called I'll, I'll give you an absolute example so about in fact just over three years ago um, we'd already made the commitment to start a business in canada following a an encounter with somebody in Vancouver when I was on holiday. Somebody I I sort of knew, but I'd only ever met virtually. And he gave me the idea that maybe there was an opportunity in Canada. So, um, cut a long story short, we decided, this was in April, so by May, he said, right, we've got a plan, we're going to enter the market. And I needed to go to Toronto to make some promotional films. So I'm, when I'm going there, I thought, well, who do I know in Toronto? And I literally went on LinkedIn, did a, did a search on first three connections in Toronto, and guess who was at the top of the list? Ricardo Cosentino, your husband. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that at the time. And I thought, I hadn't seen him for probably 15 years. So I dropped him a note. I'm going to be in town. So we met up, and had And it, you know, not every time I go, but we, we over the... The last three years we've been up a few times. And there were others that I was I was able to restart relationship or pick up relationship right. with for reasons that, were like, you know, we, we sort of uh, lost touch, but not absolutely because we were connected on LinkedIn. Right. And really that's why you're so here, because okay. that we rekindled that relationship and uh, kept the dialogue going and, in London and that's and what I would say to people is you don't know where a relationship will take you
0: it's 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 precisely that point and which is why you should not force a relationship or not expect something out of it right I think at the heart of your and Ricardo's relation there's a lot of respect um, and I know that when he actually met you the first time in three, in last three years ago, he was so excited when he came home because uh, he, he, he had a lot of admiration for you. But he loved the fact that after 15 years, um, he could still have a very easy conversation. And he was, I think, floored by what you had achieved or where you were going with your idea. So I think, again, um, and, and lo behold, it's a full circle for him. He's here now, and you've connected with him three years ago not knowing he would be here. No, of course not. You can't predict it. You can't predict it. You can't predict it.
1: You can't predict it. And I think that's a lesson for everybody, that you know, if, you, if you do networking and you work at it, you don't know where it might take you. Okay.
0: And I think um, you're right, you've mentioned LinkedIn a few times and and I think that's a really interesting piece, right? Like now it's so much easier, like build a networks, and then even if you've not kept in touch for a few years, you have a platform just to get in touch really quickly. So um, yeah, I I love that you got in touch and, and we are here today talking together. So thank you, Ricardo. Well, it, it,
1: it was Ricardo and me, really. We, Fair enough.
0: Yeah, we, I'll home, Thank right. you, but, Tim, too. No, it,
1: it was because of that yes. that we've, we've met up today. Not quite the first time we've met, but, uh, well, yeah, that's been fantastic. We could have gone on for ages and ages, yeah, but cool. otherwise this podcast would have to break it up into about three episodes. But that's been wonderful. Um, just, just for everyone's benefit, We've we'll been talking about Ricardo a little bit in the last. Ricardo Cosentino, who is uh, a top man in yes. SNC Lavan, will be a guest on this podcast sometime in the future when he's finished his homework, I think, yes. when he's got a bit of time. So, uh, anyway, on that note, let's wrap up this conversation. It's been fantastic, and you for joining me today, Divya. Uh, where can listeners get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more?
0: LinkedIn is a great place um, I am at my handle it's uh, Divya Shah um, so please feel free I think when Sarah posts uh, uh, a bunch of uh, uh, podcasts on, on LinkedIn my name will be connected so feel free to reach out and
1: we'll put, we put that LinkedIn link in the uh, show notes so if uh, people want to find out the rest of the story soon. wonderful and to all of our listeners today thanks for tuning in I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Construction Big Breakfast. We have a new episode every couple of weeks, so click that subscribe button, turn on your notifications so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, we'd appreciate a five-star review, and if you've enjoyed this episode today, please like it and share it, as that helps us reach more listeners. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast or looking to collaborate in other ways, visit our website, which is invent.com, two ends at the end. The link's in the description and fill out the contact form so one of my team can be
0: in touch. See you next time. Bye. Want to learn more about how Invent can help your business maximize its bottom line? Head on over to www.invent.com and get in touch with our team today. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you'd simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.